listener to another episode of Justice League Revisited, the show that gets into the nitty-gritty, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the topics and discussions you won't hear anywhere else about everyone's favorite superhero series, Justice League, the animated series, and soon coming, Justice League Unlimited, all in good time. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, the voice of Wonder Woman, except no substitutes, Susan Eisenberg. How are you? (laughs) There are substitutes? Um, Hi, I'm well. How are you? Very poor ones. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Hi, and it's good to be back. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I look forward to these um, interviews. I mean, I, I, I could even do more of them. <laughs> I love them so much. It is great fun. I mean, the, just the fact that we've gotten uh, so much positive feedback from the people who are listening to these now. And I love the fact like we had Phil on and he listened to our first episode with Dan Reba. It's like, oh, I heard you guys say this. And, you yeah. know, we, we, that we're getting that now from people who have listened to our own episodes. They're they're revisiting Justice League Revisited. <laughs> as they should. I have a feeling our guest today will be one of those people who will have listened to some of our episodes because as he's a super fan and he is a um he's a talker, so I bet he likes to listen as well. So we'll find out, but I have a feeling he's listened to one or two of our episodes if not all of them. Let's you want to tell so. people who we have on today? Yeah, we're going to have James Strecker from the Watchtower database. Uh, this is our first super fan episode. And with the amount of content that they put out over there at Watchtower database, it was, it was a no brainer. Just like we, this is someone we definitely need to have on. Um, we'll, we'll see, maybe there'll be a little rivalry. Hopefully he won't like, you know, try to hone in on the co-host chair and, you know, boot me to the side. We'll see how this goes. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Well, I actually have done a lot of stuff with them. I mean, I've, I've been on their podcasts and I've done some, um, you know, uh, like some of their other projects. And so I have such high regard for these guys and James specifically. And, um, you know, when I asked him to be on, I, I think he was taken aback. You know, he was like, uh, yes, 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 I'll do it. But um, yeah, I mean, he 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 loves the show and and they have always supported the show and they do these very deep dives into the show. And um, he is that wonderful fan that keeps us out there in, you know, in people's hearts and minds. So why not um, support him Yeah, and have him on the show? So I'm looking forward to this chat. He He's going to give you a run for your money, Bubba. No kid, because the content they put out, I mean, he's very knowledgeable. I got to say that. He's very. he's very knowledgeable about the topics that we're going to talk about. And he did rewatch the episode we're going to cover. Uh, so I'm sure he'll bring some great insights being that that fan uh, that, you know, like me, that I'm such a fan. And I love talking about this and I have no doubt he's going to bring that same kind of energy just based on the content they put out in the shows that they do. You can tell his love for this series and this, especially this series, Justice League is so genuine and I'm excited. And to this talk episode. To him. So when I mentioned to James, like, would you want to be on the show? He said, yes. And I'd love to do Paradise Lost. And then he continued to tell me every reason why he wanted to do it. Like he pitched me, this is the show I want to do. And this is the, I I want to be a guest on this one. And this is why. So we're doing paradise lost today. Um, It's a wonder woman centric episode, which is, you know, kind of fun. Uh, (laughs) She, she gets to tell her a little, you know, her, not little, her big story. 
And so I'm looking forward to this episode with you guys, with my two geek guys. This will be very exciting. Paradise Lost was a two-parter, as most of them were. Part one was released on January 21st, 2002, with part two following a week later, January 28th, 2002. This was the fifth story overall, and episodes 10 and 11 of the series as it went through, directed by Dan Reba. Writer was Joseph Kerr on this, and we had some great guest stars. Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger himself, was Felix Faust. John Rees Davies was Hades. It rhymes, John Rees Davies. He was Hades. Uh, <laughs> Susan Sullivan, who I knew from as Richard Castle's mom on Castle, played with Nathan Fillion, voiced Vigilante later on. We'll get to that. Uh, played the voice of Wonder Woman's mom, Hippolyta. And we even had a lovely little voice cameo by Andrea Romano herself as an Amazon officer. That's right. I I heard that. And it's Wonder Woman's story. We're covering Paradise Lost. Uh, I'm interested. We'll talk with Dan Reba next time about the title borrowed from the John Milton poem, obviously, uh, written in the 1600s. But we've got a very excited guest ready to talk. So let's bring in our guest. We have James Strecker from Watchtower Database. Uh, If there was someone to talk about Justice League with, my goodness, I can't imagine someone else besides James who we'd have on the show. (laughs) James, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me here. This is a very bizarre uh, situation where I'm on the other end of this, but I'm also very excited because obviously (laughs) I'm talking Justice League with a member of the Justice League and also you, so that's great. (laughs) I'm like like Gleek, the the Wonder Twins monkey. That's what what I kind of (laughs) envision myself as my role, so... (laughs) <laughs> I'll be Robin or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, but this is cool because you reached out when we were talking about um, you and I are friends. We should mention that, up, you know, Ooh, in the beginning. It's official. And she said it's it. official. <laughs> and we've worked together on a bunch of your projects and I've been yeah. a guest on your show. And um, I know the guys and and, you know, and I, I'm big fans of yours. So when we <laughs> said that we were going to have a few fans on, you were like, uh, hello, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to yeah, sign I'm, up. I, I think I'm the, the the super fan guinea pig here for the show, if I'm you correct. Are. So, yeah. are. <laughs> so don't screw it up, James. Yes, <laughs> exactly. you, your performance here will determine how this fo- happens going forward. So. <laughs> we will never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously we're talking about Paradise Lost, which we we mentioned all the good stuff in the in the preamble the open that we do but this uh as we're going back and revisiting this first of all this is susan's episode all Mm -hmm. the way through so i'm excited to hear her thoughts this will be kind of like james and i i I'll, i'll rephrase how i was going to say that james and i Going back and forth asking Susan questions. I almost said tag team, and that's not what I wanted to yeah. say at all. Um, <laughs> but You said something about a Susan sandwich before we started, and I also wasn't really on board with that. That's but. it. No more super fans. See how this happened? <laughs> but but this, I, I loved the Greek mythology because that was one of my things. I, I fell in love with Greek mythology in yes. junior high yes. and, and purposely took classes when you could select classes once you got into the higher levels of high school on Greek mythology um james your your level of greek versus roman mythology again this is going to determine your future that was one of my like six reasons i wanted to talk particularly about this episode was that yeah i had a bunch of different like uh there were these comics when i was a kid called myth men that were uh there was like a they were kind of superheroic versions like a little amplified versions of greek mythology there was a hercules i had a hercules perseus and andromeda i want to say and uh, they were all, so that was kind of my gateway was like, 
okay, I already like superheroes and then this stuff. And then, of course, they're combined in this episode. So there's all sorts of stuff going on in this episode that I was very like, oh, this is like kind of the first time I'm like, I know what that is. I know what that is. <laughs> Instead of just being introduced to like, you know, all the Green Lantern stuff a couple episodes ago. I'm like, this is cool, but I, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> and this is like, oh, Hades. I know who Hades is. I'm 10 years old. I get it. <laughs> and Susan, yeah. this is, I know you said before that you didn't previously before this gig know about superheroes, know about comic books, know about Wonder Woman, but Greek mythology is one of those things people sometimes have a strong interest in, or at least get a, their toe dipped in the water in school in some part. What, what familiarity did you have with Greek mythology uh, before getting this role? You know, I didn't have so much knowledge, but I had a, I, I had a love for it. You know, it's, it's not like puff puff. I know so much about this, but I absolutely love the mythology. Uh, that's my favorite aspect of wonder woman. And mm -hmm. I loved, you know, when the, when the live action movie dealt with Themyscira, dealt with paradise Island, dealt with the sisters, the mother, the aunt, I love all of those interactions and I, you know, so that was exciting to me to watch her, you know, be able to play that um, because that's one of my favorite pieces to play. And I, I think every Wonder Woman story should have some of it in there. I, I just think it's important, you know, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was definitely like we did the Green Lantern and he had, you know, like we've talked to Dan, we talked to Stan, we talked to Rich about everyone having their episode, you know, everyone mm -hmm. getting his or hers, her episodes. And this was definitely, you know, um, Wonder Woman's and woof. <laughs> but to answer your mythology question, loved it, didn't know it, loved it in school. Like you guys loved it when I was exposed to it in school Um tried to study it a little bit but mostly it's just a passion you know it was just like wow i can't get enough of this stuff and i loved you know the mother daughter stuff that was just you know a brilliant thing to be able to play yeah and susan sullivan I, being I, your I, mom i mean that uh, doesn't hurt either mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know i couldn't i can't say enough good things about her i was a huge fan because as we know i'm a soap opera fan so she did falcon <laughs> crest and you know she she just brought so much gravitas to that role. It's it from you that I learned these people were on soap operas because I go, oh, and I know Ken Schreiner from this soap opera. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I know him from Justice League. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so funny because obviously he's very yeah. well known from yes. the Hospital. But yes. Susan was actually like also on daytime soaps. I think she was on Another World, um, and then of course Falcon Crest. But she's just one of those actresses that you respect, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I oh, remember yeah. being in the room with her and just feeling like it would just felt so right playing her daughter. And she was very new to animation. So mm -hmm. she was, you know, one of those, those guest stars that comes in and is, is like, okay, how does this work? Um, and, you know, after a while she was like, I got the hang of this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but she was just so special to work with. She's just, you know, she's an extraordinary actor. And you had some great people, too. Obviously, Robert England was probably the first actor who yeah. I ever realized as a small kid what acting was because I was terrified of the Nightmare Before Elm Street movies. <laughs> and then I'm watching this miniseries <laughs> called V that comes on about this race yeah. of aliens that comes. And my brother, my older brother he goes, you know who that is, don't you? I said, no, he's that's Freddy Krueger. I was like, get out of town. <laughs> the meek, timid little alien is the guy who slashes people up in their dreams. So that first introduced me to the concept of acting. 
uh, was Robert England. Mm-hmm. But, but then we also had John R- Rise Davies, John Reese Davies mm-hmm. as uh, as Hades, which that yes. voice. Oh. Yes. You know, and I've met John at so many Comic Cons, at so many, and he's just bigger than life. And you're in the green room with him, and you know, there's always like a little buzz when he walks in or walks out. You couldn't be lovelier. Um, but next time I see him, I'm going to mention this episode because I'm sure it's in his top ten list mm. of favorite jobs <laughs> he's ever had. <laughs> I would have to think Indiana Jones, Sliders, and then Justice League. Those are his top three. Right? Anything he's done, I'm he's guessing. so good. He's Lord so of the good. Rings. Come on. Wow. <laughs> oh, please. Um, and yeah, so I mean, they were tremendous. The two of them. I mean, yeah. they were tremendous. I think so much of the show works. Because of their menacing presence and their yes, um, their those boot that booming voice, I'm just brilliant. Ah, oh, I I I just so appreciated it watching it again, revisiting it again if I can, if sure. I may. I completely agree with with the gravitas aspect because it's like I don't I think as a ten year old first watching this when it aired, I didn't really I didn't know who either of those guys were. It didn't matter to me. I was watching the superhero cartoon. That's what I cared about. But then growing up and like learn and learning who everyone is doing doing the voices and what else they've done and oh it, that was Gimli. I had no idea you know doing Hades. But then yeah, as soon as he walks on screen, regardless, it's like. He takes over the scene and it. I, I wrote down that like I think this is you know obviously every episode has such a a high level threat to it of some kind. But for whatever reason, this episode has always felt like the first time that it was like, oh, uh, things are really bad. Like things are <laughs> things could go really bad here, and like he's he's not messing around. <laughs> this is this is Hades. <laughs> he could he could destroy the world or whatever he's intending to doing to do. Uh, you know, we're not out in the middle of space in some place I've never heard of before. Like we're here. This is <laughs> in my backyard, essentially, <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, the stakes did feel really high in this. Yeah. And actually, I always feel like even though we're superheroes, there's always <laughs> an aspect to us when I'm watching where I'm like, I feel like we're underdogs still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like we're just, you know, we we don't always have our shit together. And I yeah. noticed like, you know, Michael Rosenbaum just kept, I'm not Michael, not actually Michael. <laughs> Flash kept opening stuff. And I just was like screaming at the television, like stop opening things and creating yeah. like, you know, massive explosions. And, and you know, it was just like, it, I mean, not yeah. the sharpest tacks in, in, in the drawer is what I just got. Yeah, you're, you guys are all pretty early at this. Like there's not – you're not the Justice League quite yet. You're just yeah. kind of hanging out and, oh, uh, we have to stop the Lord of the Underworld now. I guess – I hope we can do it. Yeah. Right. And do you get that feeling? Like I yeah. hope we can yeah. do it? Like, yeah. okay, you know, let's put on a show and, you know, like there's a barn next door. Let's, let's try this. I mean that's what it feels like mm-hmm. in these early episodes and there's never – absolute confidence that they're going to get it done other than the fact that you know it, they are going to get it done right um, your, that's how these shows work to your point about michael too he, that's why i love this series because obviously barry wasn't resurrected in the comic books yet but that we've got wally west flash because that is so a wally west thing to do oh. and the fact that he's kind of like the, the the rookie on the crew even though he's got this incredible power and i like those little bits in every episode i i turned on because i 
because I do this. I, I turn on Justice League for my dog when I go to leave. And, <laughs> right. I, and I had the episode on where it was the Justice League Unlimited, where it's the Flash Day. They're celebrating him, and the, the villains team up, and Orion and Batman have to help him. Mm-hmm. And you see, just from that episode, I thought as I was watching this, because I stopped to watch it with my dog rather than leave the house <laughs> like I was going to. I'm like, man, you really see the the growth of the Flash from an episode like this where he's picking up a wand and waving around yeah. to, hey, yes. I can handle this, guys. Thanks for the help. And I think it's great that every single one of the characters, and you included, Susan, we can point to that arc for every single one of you, how you each grew, yes. how you each became more comfortable with the other. And I think that's brilliant storytelling on the part of all the writers and the directors for this series. A hundred percent. And I and that's been talked about a little bit in some of the other episodes, that there was always that arc with all these characters. And I think... There's a humanity to all of them, like a hum, like you know, humanity in that there's a frailty, there's a vulnerability. So they're interesting characters. They're not just these, you know, bigger than life. We've got this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's why I think people fell in love with them, um, individually and as a group. Yeah. James, I know when we said we we wanted to have you on the show, we kind of said, is there an episode in particular? And you said <laughs> Paradise Lost. What was the reason for this episode? Was this one of your favorite of the first series? Was there something about the episode that really kind of pulled you oh, it's in? Just, it's full of Susan. So obviously that's a really <laughs> good. It's directed by Dan Reed, but no. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, like uh, the Greek mythology stuff is a big part of it. Uh, there was also, I had a coloring book as a kid uh, that was, from before the Justice League cartoon came out, but it was featuring a bunch of the same characters uh, in an animated style. It was kind of like, oh, Batman the Animated Series is really popular. We better throw in Aquaman and Wonder Woman and all these characters into the coloring books, even though they've never been on the show before. And so Felix Faust was in one of those uh, coloring books. And so that was another like first time in the show where a character walked on screen that wasn't a superhero. I went, I know who that is. Oh, I, <laughs> like I felt validation or whatever. Uh, so that, that was a big part. Um, the Greek mythology stuff also like, and, and you guys have talked about this on your show here for a few times and it just comes up a lot with how justice league was, was for everybody, not just for kids and, and you know, invite your parents to come into the room and watch it with you and that kind of stuff. That was what I was probably annoyingly doing with my parents a lot was like, okay, I really like this episode. I think my mom would really like this episode. We should watch it together. I was videotaping every episode on off TV and everything. And uh, that that's a concept where you put a tape into this machine called a VCR, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I say I was 10 when it aired and it probably makes both of you feel old, but it, it's, I'm at least old enough to explain what a VCR is, but, uh, <laughs> but the, yeah. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> the um, uh, the Greek mythology stuff was like my mom used to do piano tuning uh, in town, and she, I'm probably going to get aspects of this story wrong. She's within earshot, but uh, <laughs> she, for, for whatever reason, brought me along one time to uh, she was tuning a piano at a church. And my stupid little kid brain thought, oh, church, they'll like the episode with gods in it. So I brought the tape with me as like, wow. a, oh, I'm going to be sitting around with these like priests and stuff as in while she's uh, tuning the piano. So I would I put on the episode and, you know, the, the one guy that like helped me, you know, turn on the TV or whatever was kind of like half paying attention, half doing whatever he was doing. 
And then, but by the end of the episode, once we're all down in the, you know, under underworld area of the gate and everything, there were like four or five, you know, church people standing around watching the episode with us. And my mom was, had been finished tuning the piano. So she was in there watching and all this stuff where by the end, you just have this whole little gaggle of folks from all sorts of walks of life that are like, oh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, I remember her from the, like everyone's just <laughs> talking about it and enjoying the episode. Right. And that's always been a good memory of mine of, of this show is it's for everybody. Hopefully yeah. they popped some it popcorn, brought out the communion wine to share while you're having a little <laughs> yes, something exactly. to drink while you're watching. I sure hope so. <laughs> Here, little kid, wow. have some of the blood. Yeah. <laughs> so it but is- yeah, no, I just really enjoyed this episode for a long time. So I'm, I'm happy to be I- here. I couldn't get over how much AD, ADR I had in it, you know, like all the oh, yeah. fronts and the, like yeah. there's so much action for this character. Yes. You know, I mean, yeah. I, and might I add that I totally kick Superman's ass. <laughs> yes, I have that written yeah, down. <laughs> totally. Oh, my gosh. I mean, George didn't stand a chance. Um, I, I was just... Go ahead. No, I was wondering. I'm like, boy, supposedly, like, sometimes the power level around of sync, you see this in comic books, but Wonder Woman's always been, should be on, you know, just maybe a hair oh, under yeah. Superman's strength yes. level. But same with Martian Manhunter. He's supposed to be up there on Superman's level, and he didn't fare too well a couple times in this episode, but it's, not, <laughs> no, it's it also didn't. not his episode. Yeah. But um, do you do you dangle that over George's head a lot, Susan? Like, hey, Newburn, <laughs> shut up or I'm kicking your ass. You know what? Now, now yeah. I will. You know, uh, I had to revisit some... <laughs> this to remember that. And I had to re- see all this action. And God bless Andrea Romano, because she probably <laughs> had to walk me through every one of those sounds. Um, grunts, punches, falling. Yeah. I mean, how many times did I fall? And hello, got electrocuted. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah. Woof, woof. It was just, I mean... I, you know, I think most actors, when they get a script, they're like, okay, how many lines do I have? You know, it's like, and then they'll read the whole script. I would always dread when I had a ton of lines because it made me so incredibly nervous when I would have to, you know, go into that room, which you know who was in that room. I mean, sure. Hi, you know, John Reese Davies. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, um, I, and so this was such an intimidating episode to do. But, you know, other than like some obvious, <laughs> obvious wrong choices on my part, you know, it, it, it was OK to revisit it. But I don't know what you're talking about. So, yes, you do, because you mentioned no, it earlier. No, I, I, this is lies. <laughs> this is slander. <laughs> when, when you say wrong choices, obviously, Bruce and Andrea and everyone greenlit everything. So do you is it just kind of like, ah, I wish I'd done it differently? Because obviously they let it go through. They didn't have a problem with it. So what what which ones are you referring to specifically? You know, just th- there were too many to mention, um, but uh, you know, just my tone wasn't quite right for for the moment, and I wish, like I said to you, and maybe you know, a few episodes ago, I think I got so much better <laughs> at imagining mm. the reality mm. that I was in, and I I think that's something that I have now when I do a video game or an animated series. I do way more video games now than than anything, and. You know, creating that reality for myself, I I think is something that I'm very comfortable with now. But at the time, um, I don't know that I was creating it enough. And so there were definite 
lines that if I had to do over again, I would love to do them over again. But just, you know, not big ones, not like, oh, God, I take that whole scene out and just a line here and there, you know. Um, And it's funny watching practicing her lines in the javelin was actually you just off camera (laughs) practicing for the episode. I remember that. I remember doing those lines so vividly. And actually, that didn't make me cringe as much as some of the other things did. But it's funny because I look at I look at the scenes with Batman now very differently mm, because I mm-hmm. it's like looking back before Wonder Bat is like fully established. And I just have such I mean, for so many reasons, primarily because Kevin's gone, but there's mm-hmm. just something about those characters. And this is gonna sound really weird, but even just the animation of those two characters. Like, you know, how when you watch something and you're like, wow, those two people really have chemistry on screen. Right. Even the animation, forget <laughs> the voices. When I see Wonder, I mean, am I sounding weird? But when I see Wonder no. Woman and Batman, I just think those two characters have an energy with that, with each other that, you know, is just very special. I love yeah, just right he, from the get go. He yeah. grappled Felix Faust with his with his grapple launcher, and <laughs> yeah. you throw the, the the lasso around him too, and the both of you have a, a hold on him. I thought that was like, oh, right. you got. Well, and know, you right? both you both fall backwards at the exact same time, as if you're in sync already. You yeah, got yes. you got something going on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that you guys. I know that sounds a little strange, but no, I, I, you know, go ahead, James. I just I've always thought like. Knowing this about, you know, having talked to you multiple times about this sort of thing where you've, you know, got more comfortable in the role as it went on. Mm-hmm. I, I've i always thought that that went really well with her character, too, because she's getting more and more comfortable, you know, among man's world and all this stuff and, and not having to like the she what what you see as sounding maybe uncomfortable or awkward or something, I think really like goes really well with the character in the moment and that later in Justice League Unlimited when you're talking like a normal person. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm just free to do whatever. Yeah. Oh, looking good, Diana. Yeah, I'm here. Whatever. You know, <laughs> I was trying yeah. to have a day off, that kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah, it well, works really that's, well. That's lovely. Thank you. And I, I, I always say that she and I kind of grew into the role together. Yeah. Because like yeah. you say, I mean, she, she was, and I got to say cool things in this episode. I got yeah. to say a lot of Hera there was a lot of Hera. <laughs> great and, Gaia was a good right, one. Great too. Gaia, I love. <laughs> and also, um, I got to say I am Diana, Princess mm-hmm. of the Amazons. And that was, I think that's on my demo reel, you guys. Um, yeah, the I won't animation. be denied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's on my demo reel still for my animation demo reel. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that that when I heard that, I was like, oh, you know, it just felt very nostalgic because I can remember this yeah, you know this session so vividly. I was um, being in that room. I was going to ask you about those as you're driving in the javelin, flying the javelin, whatever it is. You're going there, and you start <laughs> going through the list of why you've been gone for eight months. Yeah. I was wondering, were those done with everyone there watching you? Was that an ADR session for yourself? And were any of those like uh, come up with something on your own that you kind of like, <laughs> or were they stripped? Every line was scripted. Every line was scripted, and they. I was in the room with everybody, which was. So nerve wracking. <laughs> Even now I'm like breaking out into a little bit of a sweat talking about it. Um, no. Uh, yeah, no, with everybody. And, you know, you never improvised, you know, you never improvised in those mm-hmm. rooms. None um, of them did. No one ever, like no other actors. I, I kind I, I feel like Michael might've thrown something out maybe, or just given his personality. I mean, 
I think he threw a lot out. I don't know that it got used. <laughs> um, you know, There's I, I think, 10 hundred feet of cut. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> God, and he just got the best lines. I mean, I always wished Wonder Woman would get one of his, well, li- you know, the funny lines because I was so serious. Oh, yeah. No, um, I had I had written down from this that like the scene you show up at Themyscira and oh, everyone's turned to stone. What's going on? And the you all you've always talked about Andrea with oh uh, Susan you need to find that like balance of mm-hmm. uh, the the warrior and the princess or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that the warrior comes to the forefront a lot in this episode because like you're back home this is your turf who the hell is this guy <laughs> he just showed up and what did he do you're so pissed off. I wrote down the, if you break your vow, no magic in the universe will save you from me. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, trim those fingernails and get out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that felt, that, that, that felt comfortable. It was like, you know, the, the lines that made, made me uncomfortable was like just little ones. Like sometimes yeah. the, the little, the short lines, I've got you, sister. You know, like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know, as I got into the series more, those or come in, Batman. You know, like that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, we would all be like, okay, what is the next line? You know, I need more lines. Right, but, right. Um, you know, but she was definitely tough. <laughs> she was definitely tough. And I'm sure Andrea had to, you know, say, okay, bring it up a notch, bring it mm-hmm. up a notch. But yeah, no, she was, she definitely had both of those and yeah, a princess and all of that. And, you know, it, it was, it, it's a special episode. It, it just is. And it, the fact that it's special to you. Mm-hmm. James, our guest, you know, makes me very the happy. Other James, yeah. The other James, because that makes that makes me so happy. Yeah. Is there a particular line in this one as you're watching back, Susan, that kind of brought about a memory like Andrea really had to help me with this, or that I was, you know, I said this line, and I got a look from Bruce, like you've said in other ones, you got a smile. Was there any particular moment during the recording session of this two parter for you that stands out as wow, I this was special? Well, the monologue I have, you know, when they're doing the flashback, um, mm-hmm. which I love the flashback device. Yes. I, you know, I watch a lot of film noir and there's always at the beginning, uh, you know, the beaten up guy talking. And, you know, we just we we actually um, just watched Double Indemnity last night. And I just, mm. you know, love that where some one character is telling what happened. And so in that s- speech, Batman starts the in part two, Batman starts who he was and then I finish. And I think I got that in one take. And I remember just being, you know, like I say, that stuff wasn't as hard as when I would have to say no, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, right, yeah. I, like, no, 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 you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's so I remember that I remember being very nervous, but excited to say those lines. I think I think so much of this stuff is saying these words, having the opportunity to speak to a Faust, to talk Mm -hmm. to a, uh, to address a Hades and to have that experience in life. It's very heady, right? And to have a mother called Apolitan, to be on an island called Themyscira, you know, I mean, you know, it's like all, it, it just all felt pinch me moments. They, they were just all Mm -hmm. so special nerve-wracking but so special and i remember like going through the you know how do you pronounce this how do you pronounce that i mean we all mm-hmm. had a, a huge learning curve and after a while the mascara just rolled off my tongue as did hippolyta i yeah. even know how to spell them 
Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> a lot of whys in there. <laughs> a lot of whys. You know, like hidden whys. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just... I, so I think the monologue and getting that in one take and and for the ADR, I think on like that was a separate session that was once we had picture and you saw all the action that Wonder Woman's like, you know, falling against the wall, then dropping, punching, getting yeah. punched, all of that. That was all done separately, probably alone or with one or two other actors. Um, but, you know, again, you 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 learn how to do that stuff and you learn how to make it real for yourself in the moment. And I, I think I got I think it's not it's not bad. I was I was actually impressed with the 80. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, was, it is it, funny it, that there's a lot of stuff like your monologue where there's a lot of really memorable, great dialogue in this episode uh, but then there's also just a lot of action where I'm sure that half of the recording was just doing the ADR for the all the oofs and all the <laughs> punching and all that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, you and Superman are going at it for like 20 minutes or something. I know. <laughs> I mean, it, that was exhausting. Uh, who who yeah, won that fight I, again, Susan? Who won that fight? <laughs> it was Wonder Woman. I kicked, I kicked his ass. I kicked it. She kicked his you, ass. She did. You, she walked over and said, just put some olive oil on it. You'll be okay. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Who's, uh, this segment brought to you by... Episode? This segment it's brought me. to you by 10 hands olive oil. <laughs> I know. As soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, man, I got to scoop that up before it's gone. <laughs> Send me a bottle, dude. I'm not in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I got, I'll get you covered. Thank you. I'll get thank you. you. Okay, good. I'm, I'm curious, uh, James, because I know we've talked on the show before about, uh, you know, me being a comic book kid growing up and DC Comics yeah. was my first foray. And I love the superpowers team on Saturday mornings was justice league. I, I, or maybe Batman was your first, was that your first foray into DC animation or where did you kind of start cutting your teeth on DC animation? James, yeah. this is what we call the origin part of the interview. Where we <laughs> yes. Get people's origins. A little, the musical cue here. Uh, let me get into it. I've got the sound effects. Where is it? Uh, back into <laughs> going back in time to 2001. No, uh, <laughs> I've got, I have the whole podcast soundboard sitting here. Uh, yeah, no, I, Justice League was definitely my first like real. I'm taping every episode. I'm what if I miss an episode, I'm crying. All this kind of stuff where I was like super into this. I definitely was a was a fan of Batman the animated series and all that before it and Batman Beyond and everything. But uh this was the one I was really paying attention to and 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 caring about the most. Uh yeah, my my I don't have I, I didn't read a lot of comics. I had a couple and it, I was just never really into it. I think that the the kind of slimmed down graphical nature of the show, the the stylized nature of it, it was a lot more interesting visually mm-hmm. to me than uh, nowadays. I have a lot more appreciation for a lot of that more detailed, grungy looking uh, art in, that you see in a lot of comic books. Uh, but even still, some of my favorite artists are, are the ones that kind of stick more to an almost animated look or at least more painterly, that kind of a thing. Uh, because mostly because of this show, because I was just so so into it and so uh, excited every time to to know a new episode was coming and all of that. And uh, you mention what shirt uh, James is wearing. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm wearing a Justice League animated series shirt. At the right. I totally didn't put that on for this or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, you can see my room behind me; it's nothing but so. Yeah. 
<laughs> Luckily, you don't have a green screen behind you because the shirt it would just be your floating head and the just. I know. I can't. You. <laughs> I, I made the mistake of buying this shirt and then I never can wear it in a video because <laughs> it'll just be invisible. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and you launched you launched the podcast. I want to make sure we mention that too. Watchtower database based on just your love of uh, the DC animated universe. What was kind of the concept, the germ of the yeah. idea that started that for you? Yeah, it's uh the the main thing is the YouTube channel, uh, and it's uh yeah we've we've got over five hundred videos on there now, all mm. about this show and all of its connected brethren uh, and sisters, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the the majority of it is just doing videos about really deep dives into the continuity of the show, the timeline, the the characters and their histories and everything. Um, but yeah, we do have a couple of podcasts going on over time and Susan was one of our earliest guests on our podcast <laughs> and, and on our live streams and everything. She's been one of our, our biggest supporters over, over the years. So it's been all very, uh, you were talking about pinch me stuff. That's always been that for us. It's like, what wonder woman. No, that's not real. <laughs> I didn't text her earlier today to get on the show here. No, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. Yeah. You're going to make me blush. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I, you have to support the good guys and the good women. You have <laughs> well, to support them. You. <laughs> and you guys were always so sweet and kind. And I think you have, tr- you know, you do a great show. Um, we do our best. Know, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Are, so are the are the guys going to be like, you didn't even mention our names on the podcast? No. So <laughs> I talked <laughs> I talked to Ted specifically this morning yeah. because I was like, oh, is there anything you want me to ask Susan and everything? And I also asked him about like. I could put in a good word for you if you want to get on the show. He's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so whatever, if if you want, he did. He did want me to ask you about if you had any thoughts on the insinuations later that Hades might have had a hand in in like sculpting Wonder Woman with Hippolyta because that's not usually a thing in the comics right. or the movie or anything. Yeah. yeah, I try to block that out. You know, it's obviously. <laughs> And it, there yeah. was such a creepy quality to all of yeah. it. Like I'll be, I'll be coming over to you, and I'm finished with your mother. Like, yuck. I mean, talk oh about yeah, cringe. yeah. It was so yuck. Um, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's obviously. Well, he's there. a terrible person. <laughs> he's yes. the Lord yes, of he Hell. Is. Yeah, whatever. Yes, he is. Yeah, I, I covered terrible. Grimlock's ears when he said that. When Grimmy and I were watching, this episode, I covered his ears. I mean, that was just like yikes. Um. But, What's he doing with all those tongues? I don't want to know. Uh, awful. <laughs> I mean, there was, a, you know, I mean, this is one of those episodes that it wasn't for everybody. You know, I mean, I can remember when yeah. I first got this job, and my family isn't into cartoons. Like we weren't a cartoon family. I mean, except for maybe mm-hmm. Scooby. And yeah. um, and I can remember like sharing this episode with my fan, like they would watch it and you're always like, Oh gosh, you know, it's like, so there's such a darkness to this episode and just its themes and its action and all of that. But um, there's, there's obviously a reference to him possibly being her dad, which I just, well, it, it's always made his line in this with the, you never told me you had a daughter, like being a little, a little bit more, Oh, does he mean because he did, you know, he, he didn't know that she ever brought her to life or that kind of thing? Or was it, you know, obviously they weren't thinking about that at the time. And you probably don't have any, you know, insider knowledge I about that. But, but I just figured you might have an opinion. Yeah. But we will. Well, <laughs> my opinion is ew. <laughs> gross. Um, yeah. gross. Um, but we will be talking to, are we talking to Dan? We Reba? will be talking to Dan Reba in our next right, episode. About nice. This ep- nice. In our next episode so about stick around, this. listeners. So, yeah. So we'll get like the inside scoop about that. Like, you know, 
that's one of the things I love about this podcast because sure, I mean, I know what it was like to like say such and such a line, but hearing the backstory, yeah, yeah. that's just, you know, that's fantastic. And there are few people and that's to get better backstory from than Dan. Cause my gosh, the man's like a yes. walking Wikipedia. <laughs> that's, well, another, that's another pinch me thing for me is if I'm, Oh, was this a real thing on we're researching a video? And I'll just be like, Hey Dan, uh, can you tell me about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, right, what is life? You know, <laughs> I know, but I think that's what's so important about the fans. And I think that's why your mm-hmm. episode, that your show, your YouTube, YouTube channel has been so successful is because there are so many people that want to know all those details. Yeah. You know, they, they, they want to know if something, um, is wait, what's the thing you're always talking about? If it's, um, canon, canon, right. Is this canon? Is that canon? Is this canon? You know, and I just think that I, I think it's especially sweet for the writers and directors and the people behind the scenes to know that that, that fan base is out there and just wants mm-hmm. to hear every little detail about the making of these shows. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, that's one of the, James and I talk about it all the time. We love having the writers, the directors, um, the, you know, composers, what, yeah. and the actors, of course. Um, but it's just, it gives you the full <laughs> picture of the show. It gives you mm. the entirety of the experience. And I think that has been missing for quite yeah, a Dan, while. Dan wasn't taping the episodes. He didn't need to. He already had them. <laughs> right. Exactly. He wasn't scurrying to the TV to make sure he turned it on in time. <laughs> no. And, and and it's been fun, actually. We had Rich um, on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like for them, it's also nice to revisit these things. I mean, when we had Kevin Hops on, he, he hadn't yeah. seen the episode in so long. And so that was so fun for him. And yeah, I was, I, I was, I really loved listening to his thoughts on that. Cause who, who else is going to get him on, you know, to talk about this stuff? Everyone, everyone gets Dan and Susan and all the big ones, you know, but <laughs> you got to hear from, hear from the people that don't get asked as much. And, and he had a lot to say and it was awesome. He had so much to say. Yeah. And what a career. And I yeah. just, that's, if we do nothing else, being able to give that platform to people who we don't normally hear from, I think that's of such mm-hmm. value. I mean, that's right. Yeah. 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 I, that's kind of what I always tell people if they, if my friends ask, so what is this about? Like, you know, how I used to get DVDs and they'd have the directors and actors and writers commentary. That's <laughs> what we're doing for possibly one of the best animated series ever. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's commentary. Yeah. It's commentary. It's great. yeah. But I, I, okay, so we're going to hit play on the episode now, and we're going to talk over it, right? That's right, right now. <laughs> and here's the scene where Susan saves the girl from the tree. <laughs> yes. Oh, I, about I, that, though, I, lo- I love how the, the mom just goes like, oh, I was so scared, and just walks inside. I'm like, don't say thank you or I anything. Know. I was, I was the same thing. I'm like, rude. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you're just standing there, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's Batman's like- calling DFS on the woman. He's like, hello. right Right. no and i was really surprised the woman didn't thank me and also like why was she up in a tree like what was that about like like was there a kitty that her kitty went up the tree and she went up to save the kitty she was just already climbing a tree for the last several hours yeah yeah all right well Maybe we'll get her on the show. Ask Dan why the little girl was in a tree. (laughs) What they didn't tell you, again, keeping with the dark theme of the episode, the cat had already gotten sucked away by the wind and was out in the ocean. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Uh, kids, this is the stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. All right? (laughs) It it is funny whenever I'm listening to these episodes and you guys are talking, like, a really good example was last the last one that was released anyway, the Injustice for All with George. Uh, You guys are talking about... 
oh, why are we watching this? Isn't the next one Paradise Lost? I don't understand that kind of thing. And you had a whole little you know, two-minute deal about, well, the, the next produced episode was, was this, but yeah. the next aired episode was this. And then, Susan, you always have your comment about like, oh, where else are you going to get this? I'm like, me, you're going to get it from me. Well, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm sitting there saying it along with you. <laughs> Which, oh, well, I know. <laughs> to, to make sure that yeah. we don't forget at the end, because sometimes we'll do that. And I get to the end and we we I think it was it was Stan Berkowitz. We let him go. I was like, oh, I didn't ask him about. So before we do wrap everything up, James, oh. <laughs> make sure we tell people uh, give out the website and the YouTube channel and the, the, the social media handle. So we make sure we get that in. Sure, yeah. Uh, it's Watchtower Database, uh, spelled like how it sounds, uh, youtube.com slash Watchtower Database. We also have a podcast, uh, Jump on the Bat Wagon, uh, where I'm taking my friend Brian through the entire DC Animated Universe start to finish, and he's never seen it any of it before. He's, he's barely familiar with Batman characters, and that was about it. Oh, uh, so wow. he's having a really great time uh, learning everything. And that's that's why that came up in my head when you're just describing the air date order and stuff is because we're watching everything as it aired. So he's going to have this – he's going to have to wait to watch that episode for several episodes. <laughs> and it was, some stuff won't make sense, and it'll be like, what's going on? But that's the beauty of it is, yeah, you have to live through it like I lived through it. This is what we had to deal with. <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Yeah, it was very confusing. That's, yeah. that's, right? We were like, confu- I was confused. I was like, James, wait, that's not the next episode. And Right. Yeah, I literally <laughs> thought Susan was going to totally just say, this show's over, I'm done working with you, and just kick me off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. She's that kind of person, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, she kicked George Newbern's yeah. ass. I'll just leave it at that, okay? Right. And but James, you did that deep dive and it was great. And then we had that long like little blurb about it on like that he's talking about. That's why you do a thing like yes. this yeah. with somebody as geeky as James. Because otherwise and James. And James. Because otherwise, can you imagine if I were just doing the podcast alone? It would be like fifteen minutes and then we'd be out. So yeah. you have to have somebody who like knows that universe intimately. And I'd say you two Know it as intimately as possible. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. No, I, good I thing. love, I kind of envy your friend though, James, because I would love to have just eternal sunshine know, all of it out of my I mind know. and go back and watch it again with fresh eyes. But I often wonder yeah. with all the stuff there is out there now, because I think I watched it at the right time as it was coming out. Like I was, yeah. I was watching on leather wings when it premiered that evening on Fox right, right. Uh, before mm-hmm. it ever started on Saturday mornings and to See it now in the context of 2020, I don't know that I would have appreciated as much because there is funny that you bring up that exact episode because that's one it's it's on my top 10. It's I think it's number two or three on my top 10 for BTAS and Brian there's just a running gag where Brian does not understand how I possibly like that episode. <laughs> and it's, it's very strange. We have a, an interesting dichotomy there with, with love for love well, so and hate. Yeah. Where are you in the continuum? Where are we you? We just here? got to the first, uh, new Batman adventures episode, oh, okay. which is several Superman episodes deep. But since we're watching them and as they aired, then now they start kind of, back and forth between two different shows. Uh, we won't get to Justice League for a couple of years, <laughs> but I'm Gosh. really excited for all this stuff, especially, you know, stuff like Starcrossed or just the series finale and all this, all this stuff is like, now that we're finally getting into Superman and we're being introduced to characters like Darkseid and things like that, I, I'm sitting there just like giddily wiggling like, oh, Brian, we're getting into it. Like, this is the real stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> so, it's exciting. Yeah. Well, yeah. can I ask you, too, a question? Because this is something that's come up, um, and I'm curious what you guys think. Yeah. When 
you fall in love with these characters, how attached do you get to the voices? So in other words, there are all these wonderful animated movies, animated, you know, mostly movies um, that have different casting. Um, If the story is brilliant and Mm -hmm. it's, you know, you're just like, and it's directed brilliantly. um, Do you miss the voice actors or is it something that is just like, oh no, but the story was so good. So I fell in love with it. How much do you get attached to that original voice that you heard the character? I think it depends for me because, of course, you know, very sadly, we're never going to get a new Batman movie with Kevin and that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. and so I'm going at that point, I have to kind of just obviously accept the fact that like, okay, Batman's going to be some other person, you know, whatever. Um, Not my preference or whatever, but uh, I I think that's probably what it is for me as a preference, uh, but not not a a deal breaker or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it is a really good, you know, there's a lot of really good the direct to video animated movies that don't have the justice, the DCAU voice cast. They're just also really good movies. And like a couple of them I have on our list for showing my buddy Brian to like, I know these aren't technically DCAU, but you have to see this one also kind of a thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And, but I, I, I know, you know, there was that 2009 Wonder Woman animated movie and that was so close to this show ending that it was like, where's Susan? Why isn't this Susan? That that was a weird thing. But now I can mm-hmm. go back and watch it and be like, okay, I've come to accept that not everything is going to be Susan. It's okay. <laughs> and I can right. enjoy that, the movie. That, yeah. And that was Carrie Russell, I believe. And who I was, think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that that was, and that was, I think, Gail. Wasn't that a Gail story? I believe it was. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, I, okay. for my yeah. money. So I, yeah, they're all very good, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, there are certain stories, yes, that I love. Like for example, um, Adam West came back to do the voice of Batman for yeah. Challenge of the Super Friends. And one of the best episodes was the uh, one with the Scarecrow where we get an origin story for Batman. Right. Hadn't been done until then. We see like- The Alan Burnett episode. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, and Alan had such a great, he did, he killed Superman before it was cool. Sending Superman body to the sun <laughs> yes. to, get to rescue him. But so, yeah, Alan Burnett, my goodness. Before Wonder Woman did it in Paradise Lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But uh, that's Adam West for a while, that voice- from the animation, not his more campy version uh, in the 66 series was the voice I'd hear. But then I heard Kevin and it was a, it was a paradigm shift. So there Mm -hmm. are certain Mm -hmm. actors who I think resonate more. And my perfect example I always give is Spider-Man. I grew up when I was a kid on Saturday morning watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends. So Dan Mm Gilvezan's voice is still the voice I hear in my head for Mm Spider-Man, but Josh Keaton when he duck comes in and does the role okay. for his series, I'm like, oh, you know what? That's that's the one. I, I've never had a problem with any other voice actor doing a role, but there are certain ones who, to me, what I envision the character to be are a better fit. Bruce Greenwood in Young Justice, fantastic voice for Batman. and He had a lot of cool moments, but it's not Kevin. Not disrespect yeah. to Bruce, but Kevin will always be that voice. Susan, you'll always be the mm-hmm. voice of Wonder Woman. And I'm not sure what these people are thinking at Warner Brothers casting other people in the role. And where's our Wonder Woman animated series? Just saying. Well, see, this is this is where I get into weird, like, not arguments, but just kind of conversations with other fans of, of, oh, what you know, I can't believe they didn't cast this exact one person as the character every single time is like, give other people a chance. There are other good actors out there. You don't have to have that one person every single time, but I do feel like sometimes the project 
is just slightly worse because it wasn't George as Superman or it wasn't Tim as Superman or something like that. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a really good Superman movie, but why isn't it my Superman? I understand that, but I also make room for the others because there have been a, a lot of really good stuff that wasn't with those guys. So, yeah. Right. That's interesting. No, and I agree because there are so many talented people out there. I think James yeah. James and I have talked a long time about it just always broke my heart um, that we were never reunited after the show ended, that there were mm-hmm. there were a, there was a movie here or a movie there where we there were maybe some of, of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Justice League versus the Fatal Five and Doom. Um, yeah. There were a few of us. But I always felt that that was such a huge missed opportunity because of the affection the fans had yeah. for for the chemistry of the show and obviously you know hashtag jo reunion and all mm-hmm. of that um so it, it it never made sense to me that they did that never and it never will and now you know it can't fully happen because kevin's gone so um i, right. I appreciate what you're saying because of course you know there's no ownership of these characters but when you have an audience that loves a group of actors as much as our audience does it always it just it has broken my heart for years that mm-hmm. they, they just never thought well let's put these seven back together and have them have another adventure together and we'll do a movie it'll be a one-off um it just seemed like such a easy and smart and wonderful thing to do that wasn't done so anyway i i totally appreciate <laughs> what you're saying though. yeah I do. I think I think I've always I mean I I hesitate to say it because I know that the writers and directors always beg, well, if you throw an idea out there into the ether it means we can't use it, but my my Justice League reunion idea has always been to set it in like right now time, like however long it's been in between the end of Justice League Unlimited and now when the movie whenever the movie would come out, have that amount of time have actually passed uh, in their world as well and have it be a literal reunion of the characters. And that way, technically Batman's already retired. He doesn't, he's, <laughs> he can be holed up in Wayne Manor. You can be trying to call him. He doesn't answer. And there, maybe he can have a little wordless cameo or something to get the waterworks going, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I still feel like you can bring the rest of you together and that, you know, you guys had your, your get together uh, after Kevin's passing to, to watch some of the shows and, 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 that looked like a great time that I wish I could be a fly on the wall for. And uh, I, I think that you guys always enjoy your time together regardless. So, yeah. Yeah, we do. And I think that's actually a brilliant idea that you have. So that now can't be done. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Delete it from the podcast. <laughs> well, I'll make a note of the time. So we'll edit that out. No problem. <laughs> As we're wrapping up, because I, the, this time has flown by or I just looked at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I want to make sure that we kind of come back and uh, revisit this episode with what were your, we'll go around. We'll start with our guest, James, then go to Susan. Three, okay. three particular standout moments from this episode that, really kind of got you uh hades showing up as i mentioned the the just change of dynamic in the room suddenly the justice league are ants there's nothing nothing that can stop this guy that's a great introduction to the character ah but you know what i've been as he takes his helmet off and all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh always been one of my favorite scenes and just them fighting him all that stuff uh 
the the introduction of Faust is also really good, uh, and that as soon as you leave uh, the island to go look for the pieces, he sends you on your fetch quest, <laughs> and right. and he's and he's standing there, and he's he's now he can talk to Hades in private, and you can kind of see that he's not as confident as he might have seemed when you were there. Uh, he's got you know uh, Satan in a hole <laughs> that he's talking to, and he's like, right. oh he's no, I'm definitely. And he's yeah. not calling the shots, you know, like, no, think exactly. first, yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think my last, the last big one for me is, is the last final shot of the episode. The sunset is the javelins flying away and the, my little sun and stars. That's always a tearjerker. It always, oh. cause the episode ends on such a dour, you know, like it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> there's no, there's no other way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, but it's always stuck with me. And then the musical cues, I think that's the first time, I might be wrong about this and I should know this, but I think this episode is the first time you hear the Wonder Woman motif in the, in the music. And it's especially apparent in the, the piano version that's playing as you're loading onto the javelin at the end is that's, that's where it gets me every time. And Jean puts his hand on your shoulder and then the piano starts like, Oh my God, I can't do this. <laughs> so, yeah. You wrote it down too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You guys. Susan? Wow. I stole one of James's. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the ending is just a heartbreaker. And, Mm. you know, that it I love that the script comes full circle with the, um, you know, with the beginning with the mother and the daughter. Uh, Yeah. You know, my second favorite, you know, my second favorite would be like the, you know, the the kid up the tree. I think that was just so emotional. No, I, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, Interesting. (laughs) What a strange moment to choose. (laughs) Um, The stop sign flying through the fire truck really got me. (laughs) I I actually love when they're all in the apartment, you know, Faust and they're looking through and they're all like trying to put the pieces together. And any, any scene where there's like more than three of us in a room, I'm just like all for it. Um, <laughs> that little comedy beat of them all putting the items back on the shelf is great too. <laughs> like, don't great. touch anything. Oh, we weren't. So what are you talking right. about? <laughs> and then Flash, of course, does. Yeah. Uh, um, and I have to say, Michael is so freaking funny in this episode. I mean, I laughed out loud <laughs> at his delivery. I he, Just so, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Anybody get some weed killer? Or what? <laughs> right, I mean, so good. So good. And I just, I, I guess just overall, the mother-daughter stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I just, it it just resonates with me and being able to play that aspect of her as a daughter. And um, so anything with Susan, I, I just, with Susan Sullivan, I just really, really loved. And I, I like when the team, like, she's like, I can do this myself. And no one's listening to that. They're all going to yeah. show up. Anyway, I found it interesting that Hawkgirl wasn't in this because mm, as a mm-hmm. woman, she would have been okay to be on the island. Yeah. And, you know, like she's, it would have been interesting as a sisterhood to have her there. And um, I think it's interesting that she wasn't. We do and get I, that I'll moment, though. There's that payoff yeah. for that in Justice League Unlimited, though, where that's so why I, I kind of like that moment when yes. the Hawkgirl team and, and she's kind of at mm-hmm. that point not a teammate. She's kind of coming back into the fold as a bit of an outsider. Right. I mean, so I, I think that dynamic worked. I will have to ask Dan Reba if that yes. was one of the things they're like, well, let's not. <laughs> Where's because, Hot Girl? <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. see Dan's take on that. Well, but it's funny because there are episodes I wasn't in and um, I, we would ask Dan like, so 
you know, or we'd ask <laughs> where anybody, <am> I? <laughs> where am I? And they're like, you know, and I thought there was a reason it was going to be intense. Like, okay, hold on. Why wasn't Wonder Woman there? And it's like, oh yeah, no, we just didn't write for her that week. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, okay. As a 10 year old watching it, the first couple of episodes where they do kind of do that, where they'll have like, they're all loading on the javelin. The, oh, well, Wonder Woman's doing this and Batman's off doing this thing. And it was always like, oh, okay, I understand. But right. then as as it went on, I'm like, yeah, whatever. He's in Gotham. He's punching the Joker on some street. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's okay. That's funny. We should have gotten like That's a funny. little Great British Baking Show when they send Prue <laughs> and Paul out of the tent. And Noel's like, they're going to go off yeah. and give each other a sponge bath. You know, let's get a little reason as to why no one's there. You know? <laughs> Just cutaways to Batman oh, going like, what am I doing? <laughs> God, he's just humorless, though, right? He's just humorless, Batman. <laughs> Don't get me started. Jeez. What a heavy, heavy dude. Lighten <laughs> up. Lighten I, uh, up, bro. I think an honorable mention for a moment for me is is him. Oh, uh, Professor Ehrlich? Oh, make an appointment with my so-and-so. And then he just lands on the ground behind him and stands up super slow. It's one of the coolest Batman shots in the whole yeah, show. Yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> you see the shadow and the lightning, the shadow of the yeah. Batman on the door. Oh, oh, that was so cool. He just scares the hell out of that 90-year-old man for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, that was one of the darker things that was cut. He actually dangled him off the building by an ankle. So yeah, really? The guy's fell out. It was awful. God. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, James. Thank you, thank you. So I tried you? to make an appointment with your secretary actually she was never answering my calls right. you'll, you'll find her wrapped up in my battle <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the secretary's trussed up batman was just brutal in this episode but no, so what about stream. you what what are your standout well uh james has taken two of mine now with the batman <laughs> and uh, with the musical cue what other honorable mentions can i say <laughs> oh that's um, so funny but no I, I had that written down i had the piano melody of the justice league with that little wonder woman kind of th- thrown in there mm-hmm. as you're doing that thing and john's hand on your shoulder because it, it was a callback for me of when you're so rejoiced to see john on the great wall of china and the big finale oh, of yeah. the series yeah. that that kind of you can see the the bonds forming between you and john in this and it just yep. Uh, I mean that I know that whole and, moment. and I have to say I love that moment I love it because I, I I just love the character of Jean and I I love the actor Carl Umley oh, so yeah. it just yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just yeah and then obviously we were the- we were fortunate to talk to Carl a few months ago for the first time and and I was you know he's obviously had been on the list for a while but never knew how to contact him and everything and that was another just really joyful experience like he he's such mm-hmm. a nice dude like he's he's the warmest man we've ever spoken to yeah no you're not going to yeah. find a, a sweeter man yeah no, for sure yeah. i for sure. I'll, I'll make this very quick i had him on my show a couple of years ago and i've set it up and his uh, i was ready waiting for him to call in nothing 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 so i quickly emailed his manager and said um haven't heard from carl yet she goes oh that's odd and about five minutes later i get a call coming in from a california area code and he goes i am so sorry i'm embarrassed please forgive me i was driving i pulled my car over as soon as my agent messaged me i'm like oh my god no go somewhere safe don't do it from the side of the road but he just i'm currently still driving actually (laughs) yeah but uh, just super nice i mean just fell all over himself like please please don't apologize but yeah that's just the kind of guy that carl is and that really comes through in his performance as jean Uh, and i Mm -hmm. like those episodes the more he warms up to the the cast members but um yes this has been fantastic i can't imagine a better person than james strecker to launch (laughs) our first super fan episode off um is there anything lastly before you take off you want to tell people something you've got 
coming up on the show. Yeah, I have about 30 other things I wrote down that I didn't get to say, but no, that's okay. (laughs) No, we have plenty of stuff always coming up. Uh, We just put out a new video on uh, whether or not Santa Claus is real in the DC animated universe. I saw that. Uh, That that was a, a very fun one. Uh, yeah, and and we've got all sorts of really good stuff coming up next year that we've been talking about. Uh, I don't want to spoil what any of it is yet, but uh, I'm sure that we will get we will ask you to to be a part of a couple of them, Susan. So stay stay well, tuned for the. Okay, well <laughs> you know my answer. You. <laughs> you know my answer to all of your questions is yes. Um, so you know you can just well. assume I'll I'll say yes to these. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I'm really happy to, to have been asked. I think it was even, you know, I saw the announcement for the podcast. Uh, and I think you I think you might have come to me being like, oh, and we'll, we'll hope, we hope that you'll be on one of them just very casually. Like, yes. So why would I, why would I not be on this? Of course. Yeah, I'm very flattered to have been asked. So thank you. Uh, it's, I do my best to keep the, the DCAU and, and especially the, we talk about Justice League and Justice League Unlimited almost more than any other show just because of how near and dear to me and, and Ted and everybody else they are. Um, and so, yeah, it, it means, it means a lot to, to be a part of this. Thank you. Thank you. Oh gosh, our pleasure. And also, please tell everyone I say hello. Um, my I regards will. Yes. To 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 the group and and Ted um, listens to these, so he's 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 saying you're saying hi to him right now. <laughs> hi, hi, Ted. Ted knows. Ted knows I adore him. I've worked with Ted. Yes, I adore him. Yes. So, hi, Ted. And you know, thank you. And keep up your good work. And um, you know, and and I'll 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 probably see you next in one of your projects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do our best to keep the DCAU in the zeitgeist as much as we can. Thank you you for (laughs) that. Thank you very much, James. We appreciate your time today. Bye, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to leave. (laughs) Bye, James. Thank you. See you guys later. Thank you. Bye. There he goes, James Strecker. As I said to him while he was here, I can't think of a better super fan because the stuff that they do over there at Watchtower Database for the DC animated universe and justice league in particular, um, that was the perfect fit to have him on. It really was. And I've been like friends with that group of guys for a while now and have done a bunch of stuff with them. And when I said, well, why don't you come on the show? I think he was a little (laughs) shocked and, you know, but he was, you know, he was very happy to do it. And um, I think it's a good idea, right? This fan the fan thing i think that's gonna work i think so i think I it'll, like it. it'll catch on and uh i feel oddly enough and you can correct me if you felt differently i feel like we focused more on the actual episode than we have when we've had directors or writers because <laughs> we we focus so much on this rather than sometimes we go off on a tangent because we've got you know uh, this particular writer and we oh you did this didn't you you did tj hooker let james talk about 80s right. now but you know right this one was like i i think we we stayed on topic very well well, we discussed, we did, and we, d- I'm proud of us. And we discussed the, his origin story for Watchtower Database, but we didn't discuss like what he does for a living and all of that. And how did you get to be where you are? And that always takes a while, but I always find it interesting mm-hmm. to hear a little bit more about the person. So when we have him on again, we have a lot of episodes to cover. Yes. <laughs> yes so I, I was thinking uh, about that today because this is only the fifth story. Of the I like how you're holding run. up your hand. I like how you're holding up your hand. Like for, for those like of you in Idaho, yeah. it's my right hand. Uh, if you if you look right now, <laughs> yes, no one knows. I'm I, for you and me though. That's the whole thing. That's all right. Okay. Well, so so this is our fifth. This is our fifth. 
This is no that well. This isn't our fifth episode, but this is the fifth story in the Justice League continuity. So that we we covered right. uh, Secret Origins was first, then In Blackest Night, and then there was something I'm blanking. Oh, uh, 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 the Aquaman episode. Um, yes. Um, uh, Twenty thousand leagues under the sea. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Injustice Nemo, for Finding all. Nemo. Yes, fun, exactly. Finding, finding Dory. Well, that was the second one we covered. <laughs> And then uh, Injustice for All, and now we're covering Paradise Lost. So yeah, the fifth story um, wow. that uh, we're on, and it just, we've got a, a long way to go, because we're we're not even yeah. out of the first season yet. This is great. I know, but it's like the high point. I love this. I love our show. I love our um, listeners. I love that there's some positive feedback from people, and you know, it makes me so giddy. When I wake up and I know we're going to be recording that day, it makes me so happy. Me too. I can't speak for you. Oh, really? Okay, good. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm tickled. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm tickled pink, actually. Um, but this is it, it's so much fun, especially when we have. Uh, it was a different dynamic with James Strecker because he's another fan, and not that the writers we've had on aren't fans. Dan Reba is obviously a fan. Uh, you know, not that they aren't fans. Phil, obviously, huge fan. But huge. But when they, when they, they, the, the fan like James and myself come to it from a different perspective because we're we're wide eyed and we're sitting here, you know. Tell us about this. Tell us about this. And I think we kind of, much like Snapper Carr did in the Justice League, uh, you know, comic book. He was the yeah. stand-in for the reader, the the average person oh. who is kind of in the group, much like the companions are for the Doctor and Doctor Who. That's I think the role that uh, that James and I have. We're kind of here to facilitate the knowledge and kind of be that that surrogate for the fans. That's kind of like the chorus in Greek mythology, right? Yes, you to know, tie like it having, all back in. Yes, right. I'm hello. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, no, it was great. I have to say though, if it had just been you and James, the podcast would have been about three and a half hours. Because <laughs> no, seriously, you guys, like, I mean, you know, two peas in a pod. That's what you could call the podcast, by the way. And you, the two of you, like you, you're on the same page with so many things. And if I mean, you, he's James said I had so many more things to talk about. And then we were like, yeah, but we don't have the time. <laughs> we had to cut him. We had to cut him loose. Right. I mean, yeah. But it's one of those things that you could do a long form. Like if someone always asks, what could you talk about for, you know, five hours straight with no interruptions? Usually my yeah. thing is, yeah, comic books, anything to do with, you know, Justice League animated series or Batman animated series. I could easily give a five hour TED talk with no prep. Um, and, you know, it's it's sweet when I see that side to you come out, like when you like all your geeky knowledge comes out in in the episode, in the conversation, because, I, I, you know, I just sit back and I'm like, OK, yeah, this is where he shines. <laughs> I can just like, you know, sit back and take a little break because you. Wow, you really are geeky in, and I, in the best possible way. And I saw you taking that break. Was that a mimosa you had that you were sipping? <laughs> It looked orange, but I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you think I can get through these? It's five o'clock a somewhere. Something, something? Right? Yeah, not here. Not here. Well, okay, another one in the books. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, we've just, even though, like I just said, we're we're only on our fifth story, I still feel like we're blowing through this at such a rapid pace because uh, here we're, we're coming up on the, the new year now and right. we've got so many great stories to go. Uh, but before we head out, as always, let people know where they can find you on all of your, this might be someone's first episode. Maybe they don't know. Oh, that's right. Um, so Susan Eisenberg is my website and 
uh, Susan Eisenberg one is where I am on pretty much every social media platform. I've used the same name, so it it wouldn't be confusing. And also, my icon is I think the icon for for our podcast. So again, if anyone's looking for us, for me, um, just look for you know Justice League Revisited, the little pot, the little icon, and uh, and Susan Eisenberg one, and you can find me. I yeah, I think yeah, I'm all over. You know, all the major ones, right? Blue skies, smiling at me. <laughs> Look at you. I'm no George um, Newburn, but you know. <laughs> who is? Right. Who is? But I can kick his ass. That's true. Probably mine too, right? if we're being honest. I, you, could, you could probably <laughs> floss with my arms, seriously. Um, and then, of course, the show, if you're listening, hopefully you, you may have stumbled upon this randomly. And hopefully if you did, you enjoyed it. We've got a few more shows you can go back and listen to. And we do drop these every two weeks uh so if it's a tuesday now and this is a brand new episode you have two weeks to go until the next one comes out so just go back and listen to our back catalog you can follow us on twitter the actual account for the show is at og justice league we always put out announcements there and we try to if we know the guests far enough in advance we put out a thing where you the listener can ask questions and we have done that in the past we've asked uh guests questions that have been submitted by you, the listener. So please uh, make sure you follow us there. We're coming up on 500 followers on Twitter. Not bad for an account that, you know, just started recently. And we do ask, yeah, speaking great. of getting on the bandwagon, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. If you're listening to this on yes. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, whatever podcast it is, if you would listen. And Susan want to make sure we tell you to write a five-star review. Otherwise, she will treat you like George Newbern and kick your ass. So get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's so important that we get subscribers and that we get some reviews and, and you know, and just give us feedback in general. We we would love to hear from from you and let let us know, um, you know, what your thoughts are on the, on the show. So, yeah, uh, please subscribe. This is us saying please subscribe for just $10 <laughs> a month. You too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not to go all Not Sally yet. Struthers on you, but you know. Not yet. Um, all right. So another one in the can. Did you told everybody where they can find you? Uh, no, it's uh, at geek to me radio on just about every platform. G E E K T O M E R A D I O uh, on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash geek to me radio. We do a live show every Sunday night on a terrestrial radio station based in St. Louis, but you can stream us online as well. If my brilliant executive producer, Joey V is in the studio with me, we will run videos. So if you could please go to YouTube and find geek to me radio there, hit the subscribe button. I'd love to get that one K subscribers in before the end of the year. And we're closing in on that mark. So hit the subscribe button and then hit the little bell notification. You'll get a notification every time we go live on a Sunday with a brand new show. And I've got a lot of stuff going into the new year that I'm excited to talk about. So stick with me there and uh, let me know what you think. And we have some good episodes coming up. We're oh, not yeah. going to. Yeah. So just stay tuned, everybody, because the conversation continues. Continues.